0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. The Bucs won big last night. Milwaukee wins 132-98. In game two, Giannis had 31 points, and that's not even the biggest story in the Milwaukee Green Bay market right now. It's Aaron Rodgers and his conversation with Kenny Main uh, last night on SportsCenter where he, he did talk a little bit about his situation in Green Bay and why he's not happy, and he pointed to basically culture. He pointed to philosophy. He pointed to character, and that all points to one person. Sounds like anyway, Brian Gutekunst, the GM. The issues that he has there with him. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six at Key J and Z on Twitter as well. Is is all right. So you've heard these guys debated back and forth. Jay feels pretty strongly about you side with Aaron Rodgers. Key says no, you can't do that. That you can't do that at this point in his career. So whose side are you on? If you were in charge of Green Bay, and the fans are in Green Bay, if you were in charge, whose side would you be on and why? 888-ESPN, But right now in Green Bay, despite what Aaron Rodgers is saying, despite what the organization is also saying, that they're not doing anything, both sides dug in. Nothing right now is happening, and that's according to Rob Domofsky, who covers the Packers for ESPN.
1: Right now Rodgers is still dug in on his intentions to never play here again. The Packers are still set on not trading him. The organization is committed to general manager, Brian Gutekunst. That's who Rogers has his beef with. And that's it. The beef is there.
0: It's not going anywhere. And we're still stuck in this same place, even though Aaron Rodgers has at least talked for the first time. We've heard from him. We know what, we, I mean, I think he's made it pretty clear what he wants and he wants have it his way and can you keep saying that that you can't do that with him
2: you, you just can't you cannot look i understand we looking at tom brady in his age we looked at drew Brees in his age we continue to keep playing now you got matt ryan in his age quarterbacks are playing longer athletes are playing longer but when is that going to end so aaron Rodgers at 37 years old you fire your general manager who's put a team together, who's gone on a couple straight NFC championship games, a couple miscues here and there, you're in the Super Bowl. If you move on from Aaron Rodgers, you could set the future up beyond Aaron Rodgers with draft picks and potential players that are drafted in the first round, depending on where he goes. What do you have? What are you willing to give me? Because if you decide that, you're going to fire the general manager, and Aaron Rodgers comes back, and you don't win, and your future is not set up, and Aaron Rodgers is still there, and you're still not winning Super Bowls. Now what?
3: Well, you're going to put it this way. Well, you're not going to win Super Bowls if you let Aaron Rodgers go. You're going to get fired. Time.
0: You either get fired now, or and you Stick with Aaron Rodgers, or you you trade Aaron Rodgers. We keep you. Trade him. He goes off and, I mean, if you're trading him to Denver. Denver's going to probably yeah. win the Super Bowl. We'll give you a first-round pick. Thanks for that number 32 overall pick. But That's I awesome.
2: Know, no, one ain't going to get it done. But, I mean, a bunch of them, but, but still. One's not going to get it done. You've right. got to give me a collection yes. of one. I still think you're getting Patrick fired. Sertain. Either you're getting fired now or you're getting fired in three years. I'd
0: rather
3: difference. get
2: fired in three can years. I, can I tell you
3: something? <laughs> if we're, we're, we're really comparing Brian gunnick and we're comparing Aaron Rodgers. I'm sitting there, I'm saying, okay. Your top six in completion percentage, passing yards, passing touchdowns, mm-hmm. touchdown percentage, mm-hmm. interception percentage, passer rating. You're you're one of one. You're one of one. I know the talent that we surrounded you with have, has been good enough to get it done. We haven't gotten it done as much as we would like, but that's I think that outweighs. Still
2: got to the final four. the value
3: I mean, that's, of Brian G. So
2: like, <laughs> I fired Mike McCarthy and hired Matt Lafleur. We've gone to two straight NFC Championship games. You were here. You were here. We didn't get it done with Mike McCarthy. Look what I've done. Look what I've done. Based on what you and what you, as a quarterback, didn't like, and you got to the final four. So then I changed it. I got a new coach in, surrounded (laughs) around talent. In two straight years, I get to the final four. Now you want me to fire my general manager? to do how can I ask you a question I can't keep firing everybody every other day how much
3: of the load has Aaron Rodgers carried in getting them to these NFC championship games
2: I would say he's in a position as He's carried a lot. No, I'm not going to say that. Devonte Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones are good, man. I understand Kenny that. Kenny Clark is good on the defensive line. Okay. That secondary, some parts of the secondary is not very good. Those other complimentary pieces is Lazar at the receiver spot is a good young receiver. I don't know, man. You're starting to sound a little bit like Max Kellerman when you're talking about Aaron Rodgers <laughs> dropping <laughs> Ooh, off you, a cliff.
3: This is like, no, I, I had to do it. It's like, kind of, For, hey, Aaron Rodgers, you and you're and your,
2: 37. First I'm not of all, not sure i never said. said First of all, I never said he it was dropping off a It feels like clip. that's what you're going. The first thing I said is if he goes to Denver, they probably going to wind up playing. I know, Cavs, but, but you said more. how much longer so does he have? I had, okay, Jay, at 37 years old, man, that's old. That's not young. Tom Brady's you old. You can't keep pointing to Tom Brady. Why not? Because Why not? First of all, Tom Brady's on a great defense. okay and a hell of a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball,
3: uh-huh, and, with some powerful and who put coaches. who put that together?
2: What you mean? Who put it? Tom
3: Brady didn't put that together. I know he didn't put it together. Who put it together? The general manager. Thank you. So I need our general manager, a new one, to put together even you better. Can't,
2: well, so you want to bring in a new general manager to all of a sudden? Assemble all the talent like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers well, in a short. Well, that's assembled. what the general manager to do. Your talent Jay with is the already assembled. Your talent is already
0: assembled. Listen, your talents already assembled. What are you, you have to about? take care of Adams, right? You yep. have to take care of him. You got to pay him. What? Yeah, you got to figure that it, out. But if Aaron's also, not there, is Adams going to stay? Uh, exactly. So well, you, I, don't, I don't understand know what that. This do becomes this what becomes what do. a domino effect. If you trade this guy, now you also get you're going to lose your top wide receiver, and now you're really going through a reset.
2: You're really going through a reset now. You're going to go. Okay. So if you keep Aaron Rodgers and you fire the general manager, you do like Jay say, you repositioning within the organization. Make him an advanced scout. Yeah. (laughs) You guys. (laughs) He's always a week ahead of you.
3: He's he's my right hand who's just not there (laughs) to be seen by Aaron Rodgers. It's
2: cute, right? Yeah, we're going to make him an advanced scout. We're going to put somebody else in that position. Yeah. You can't do that. You just, as much as we love Aaron Rodgers, you can't. The best thing for them to do. Is move on from him. You don't want him to sit there and try to play hardball. You're going to sit or come in and play for us. No, you go and you talk to the Miami Dolphins. You talk to John Gruden and the Raiders. You talk to Denver and you go. try to get as much as you can. Nope. And you put all the things. What if you can't get against? a good offer? You're mining. Huh? You're no you one else. What if Denver knows? I got you over. I got. You, I mean, I don't have to give you three ones because what are you going to do? Because if you don't give me three ones, who is? They're going to give me three ones. Every, somebody's going to give me what I'm looking for. Aaron, it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Somebody's right. oh, going somebody, to give me but what I'm
0: looking he, for. Is he going to have his best success here with us, or if he goes to? I don't give the a damn.
2: I don't no. give a damn where he goes to have success. I don't care. As long as I, as the general manager and the president of the team, secure our future. Aaron Rodgers can go to Canada for all I care. I don't he, care. Here's Why? what
0: if he doesn't want to play for that team, he'll do the same thing
2: with you. I'll I just sit out and not play. Here, here's well, my you, question. Well, now, now what? you're getting into all of the. He's going to sit out and not play with the different teams. Aaron Rodgers' contract does not allow. I mean, doesn't say he has a no trade clause. We got That's some calls easy. on this. What, what, I want to Can I say something real quick? Yeah,
3: here's a question that nobody's really talking about. What's the relationship between Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekunst? Because if if it was. If, if Brian G. has autonomy to make yeah, a lot of decisions it. on his own and he wasn't lock in step with Mark Murphy.
0: Well, remember, that, you know Brian then, got the job. It was kind of handed to him. He was the guy that's been the scout in that organization okay. all those yeah. years. Ted Thompson. Under, he worked under, Ted, under Thompson, Ted Thompson. Thompson. And then Ted Thompson basically handed him the keys and Murphy was also part of all that. Yeah, so, so that, he
2: was – I'm, I'm sure yeah. – you know, they got a decent relationship. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they do because they've been there together. They eight all kind of yeah.
0: drive to work together. Let me just try to sneak in a call here. Let's go to Andrew in Michigan. Go ahead, Andrew.
4: Hey, morning, guys, man. I love all you guys. This is the day.
0: Uh, but real quick, I want to know, don't me wrong, Aaron Rodgers is good, man. I watch him. I, I live in Michigan. I watch him beat up my Lions every year. But how good is the man, really? He's made a career out of beating up the Vikings, the Lions, and the Bears. He has a hard time in the playoffs.
2: No, he's I'll good. I'll shut up and listen. No, he, he, he's good. Better than Jordan Love. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll take Aaron Rodgers yesterday. Well, There's yeah. no question about it. But I'm not talking about Aaron Rodgers, whether I want him on my team or not. I'm just saying, from an organizational standpoint, I can't pick Aaron Rodgers when I got a three-, four-year window in him versus the future of the franchise. The take, future of the franchise. Think about it, man. If I get a haul for him.
0: Let me take Vincent in Florida. Vincent. The Vincent, drop. Okay, we might have lost. Hey, uh, you yeah, there? I'm here. He
5: Go ahead. Hi, Vincent. Hey guys, how are you doing? So my opinion is is Aaron Rodgers is being a little baby. All right, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, and ultimately, you need to take care of the organization. Yes, he's at the top. He's the top position of the team, but he's gonna, he's turning into toxic man. He's he's making people want to jump ship. So it's time for
0: him to go. I'll tell you maybe what. Maybe he'll see
3: he's, that. He's turning into toxic. Yeah,
0: Vincent, here's the thing. I want to hear now, after Aaron Rodgers now has spoken, now we got to hear from other players. Agreed. Is he right? I, I, I'm with Aaron. Right. We, our, we have character issues. We have culture issues, philosophy issues. I'm with him. He's right. If you get some players to start doing that, now maybe you have something, and now maybe you have cause uh, to make a change at GM. Cause for concern. Again, 888-ESPA, <laughs> 729 3776 Keyshawn J. Will Zubin coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Much more on this and your calls. KJZ, trade ESPN Radio, and the ESPN. Out. We're gonna trade you, J. Will. Nope.
5: What happened in Minnesota is disgraceful. If it's not affecting you directly, it's been too easy to look away. But I ask people and my teammates, you know, to recognize what a privilege it, it is to learn about racism and not have to live it.
1: This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin.
0: One year ago, the murder of George Floyd, and it changed the country in a way that it never obviously will change back, and it shouldn't, and something we should discuss on several levels because this is a sports show, but it became a sports story. And I'll tell you what, it it, it became something that I think for the first time, it was – it was a lot more unification when it came to the outrage. A lot of times this stuff happened guys in the past and there was outrage. And a lot of people that looked like me were sort of on the, on the outside. We were sort of on, we were um, spectators. And I felt like that didn't happen this time around. It reached that boiling point. And even to a point where again, sports story related athletes speak out. Teams started joining it. Leagues started joining it, and it became, like I said, a, a much bigger story than ever before. I asked this question, and, and I'm, again, first to admit, when Colin Kaepernick started kneeling, and I was doing radio shows in New York City, and there was a lot of, of course, pushback on that, outrage on that, and my first reaction to it was, okay, you got our attention, now what? What? Right. That's what it was. Now what? What are are you going to do now that you got our attention? Because that's what you feel like when people say, well, Mm -hmm. don't protest at a game. Don't do. Well, how else are you going to get somebody's attention? You do it in a place where it's uncomfortable. So that's what happened. And the now what? Colin Kaepernick certainly showed us. Now what? Right. What he did after that. It wasn't just I'm going to do this and then go away. No, no. He he kept doing uh, what he's doing. So I think the fair question to ask a year later is now what? Where do we go from here now that athletes – now it's, it's become – and I don't want to say acceptable because I know that's not going to sound like the right way to put it, but I think it's become more like I said. It's it's the fact that people like me want to join in. Like, no, you know what? I'm, I'm outraged too now. I think this, it's gone too far. I'm with you on this. So now what, though? Now what, guys? You, Where do we go from here?
2: You continue to move forward. You continue to, to... – Uh, not necessarily, well, you're going to protest in certain situations, but you continue to have the progress move forward. Every single little step building blocks. It's not going to happen overnight. We all know that. I mean, we can go as far back as when I was a kid to when my mom was a kid and and where we are today and move it forward. Mm -hmm. You just keep moving things forward. Things will change over time. Small bits, though. It's not going. It's not leaps and bounds. It's going to be baby steps because that's just the reality of the situation. Um, Athletes and entertainers certainly have brought eyes to the cause. No question about it. Because in our community, as 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 African Americans, Blacks, whatever you want to call us, our power and our voices are in the entertainment and sports industry. That's where a lot of our power is and so because of that we have to use our platforms like this radio show like when we're on television like when you're playing basketball or football or uh, or talk shows or whatever the case is because that's where our power's at that 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 is where it is and so as long as we continue to send that message we'll make the necessary progress you know I don't think that where in my lifetime I'm going to see the progress that I want because it's just not going to happen. I want to see everybody on equal ground. I don't think in my lifetime that's going to happen. You know, when I'm dead and gone and in the ground. That feels like an impossible dream, doesn't it? Maybe so. That feels like an impossible dream. But that's what I want. I want to be able to be on equal ground for everything. When I walk into a building at ESPN, I want to see my people that look like me at the top of the food chain. I want to see us in the room making decisions, sitting around. Not one, but several. And I don't know that that'll happen in my lifetime. I don't know that in my lifetime we're going to have five owners owning NFL teams that are people of color. I don't know that. I don't know that all of a sudden I'm going to see police officers consistently put on trial for bad things that they've done. Yeah, I may see one or two here or there but on a consistent basis, even playing ground. I don't think I'll see it in my lifetime.
3: You see, I think we need to continue to push the awakening movement because you're absolutely right. Alan, we did have a lot of spectators, a lot of people who were oblivious because they didn't have to deal with these issues. I'll say it unaffected. Yes. Unaffected. What's happened to me and what I've seen is that the awakening process has been that the pandemic forced everybody to stop and, you're at your homes, you're isolated, and you're forced to address it or deal with it or have uncomfortable conversations with people that you never had before. That you know, Whether you liked it or whether you didn't like it, you were addressing it in some form or capacity mentally. So for me, the next step was how do we continue to further the education around it? How do you continue to push for different legislation? Because my thing is at the end of the day, this economic empowerment that happens, that Keith talks about, seeing everybody be satisfied, seeing more, Black people in the room at the top of the food chain. That starts with knowledge. That starts with a lot of things like even with your local district. We're saying, how do we get more of the educational budget bumped in this area here? Right? So we can all be on the same level playing grounds from things that have been initiated from the time of slavery, to be honest with you. Forcing to address a lot of and amending a lot of the things that our country uh, used for economic growth, but at the slight of a lot of our people. How do we build that? And that's what we need to continue to push for. We won't have the same attention threshold that we had with the pandemic, but if we can keep the conversation at the forefront through athletics, yes, and unfortunately people don't like athletics when they're involved in politics, but the two worlds have always collided. They've yes. always been together. How you think
2: they it's, get stadiums? It's
3: always been mm-hmm. one, right? Not so true. the more that could be at the forefront and we're knowledgeable of that, to continue to pass that knowledge, that's where it starts.
2: And, and, and on top of that, to, to go back to what you were saying, Alan, about – you know, people that look like you, white people, for instance. When you go back in history and in time. This generation now are younger. The young people were out there because they, they they see it and they had to educate their parents who probably had to educate their parents that this is real. And, it, and so when you talk about young whites. So when I was in California, in all the George Floyd and the protesting was going on around the state, much like you said, in the past when things went on, you got to remember, I had an opportunity to see the riots in in the 90s after the the, uh, Rodney King King situation. I saw it up close in person with my own hands. Mm -hmm. I saw the O.J. Simpson trial up close in person with my own hands. I was a part, I was in that community, a part of it where the perimeter was shut off. There was no more going into, there was no going into Beverly Hills. Oh no, they didn't let you cross La Sianica locked and loaded at the signal lights. This time around, you was in Beverly Hills protesting with us. So at that point, it was like, oh my God, you turn on the television, you saw white people in Montana face down on the concrete with their hands up. You saw white people in Utah, white people in Colorado. One team. I drove down the streets in in Westlake Village, California. Westlake Village is white as white can be. Lily, like, like you're going to get like, it's like dropping pepper in a whole bunch of salt. You're going to get a few specks. Mm -hmm. When I stopped at the signal light, man, and I looked around, and all them little white kids had their signs. And they were young, though, young. You know, and, and their parents were standing there. And I said, my kids was in the back seat, And I was like, you know, this is different now. This isn't when daddy was growing up. Right. This is way different now. And you're going to continue to get that progress. But it's not going to be leaps and bounds. But as long as there's some progress that takes place, that's a plus.
0: Yeah, each genera- that's not yeah.
2: forget. It's a plus. It's not going to be shut out. I'm glad, I'm glad you're saying
0: that. The voice of the people you know, need to continue. It's got to gotta rise. be that 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 you know. Again, we use this term in sports a lot. You want to get one percent better each day, yes, right? You've heard that absolutely. I mean, it's, it's this is pretty much the same thing. And as there's a lot of people that'll say that. I mean, I've been pulled aside by people that that you know. I do been doing radio here, you know, in New York for a long time, and uh, you know, from Kaepernick and and on, people pull me aside. Yeah, why do you, you got to talk about that on the radio, though? You know, it's, I just want to – Why worry about sports. I worry about, here's why. Here's why it is a sports story. Just a couple of things over the past year to mention. The Washington football team no longer called Redskins. Why? Because it became something that they even had to acknowledge. This stuff has got to stop. Yes. Right? There's enough outrage about it that you have to acknowledge it. Bubba Wallace, they banned the Confederate flag. I mean, the Mm -hmm. Confederate flag at NASCAR events was just you saw it and you saw it without like any again, not affected. Just I've been to many NASCAR events and you just see it on some trucks and flags and whatever, and you're just like, oh, that's that's what they do. But it's it's not right. And the Confederate flag
3: was waving at South Carolina State Capitol
0: for a long time. Yep. Right. Like in the 2000s. Right. It's it's that stuff. It's you know, it's LeBron James leading the more than a vote campaign to get people out and voting people that normally wouldn't have done that. Uh, you know, the NBA players, you know, boycotting playoff games at a time when everybody was watching those games. Uh, the Black Lives Matter shirts and signage on the court, you know, at the NBA bubble, like how important that became. Just all that stuff, the NFL and racism on the field. You, it's, you can't take your eyes off it. There was no escaping it. And those who wanted to escape it, we told you, we're not letting you. You can't close your eyes to this anymore. And that became, that's why I was saying, that became, when you said one team, that became something that a lot of, again, people that look like me, we had to say to each other, when you guys aren't around, those discussions, those aren't easy. But that has to happen too, and that had to happen as well.
3: And here's why sports is so important. I think Keyshawn can attest to this too, and Al, you play sports. When I was growing up, when I played basketball, a lot of times I remember I've been on all black teams. Sometimes I've been the only black kid on an all-white team. When I got to college, though, it was incredible because I was playing with all different races. Yeah, everybody, mm-hmm. right? But I, re- I was like, I don't care what color you on. You know why? Because your ass is on my team. Yep, you're on my team. You we all wear blue. But when you're when you're on your team together and you have those experiences around other cultures, and you're like, that's my brother. Like, tell me how that affects you. So, like, I tell people all the time, if you don't have experiences around other cultures to understand what they're going through. And that, that closeness and proximity, you'll never know. And, and, and that's what this whole thing has done. Yes. I've had so many white friends that say, tell me how it is to be black and to be in entertainment. Like, what, what challenges do you face on a day-to-day basis that I would never think about? I'm like, wow, I've never had one of my friends ask me that.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? But these aren't, like, people I talk to every day, people that were more like my colleagues were are asking me these questions now. Like, that's a major change in how you empathize and how you connect with people that you're around.
2: And And, you know, it's... These things are fluid, right? I mean, when you, when you think about, like Jay said, teammates of, of all different backgrounds, cultures, races, whatever you want to call it, it's, it's where you come from, how you were raised, and the conversation doesn't become uncomfortable. When you don't have or haven't been around different people, that conversation is very uncomfortable. And you see it all the time. It's nothing new. But unfortunately, it took someone to lose their life in a pandemic for people's eyes to kind of open up just enough. Everybody's eyes aren't wide open. Because even during the pandemic in, in, in George Floyd and protesting and everything, you still have stupidity out there in the world. You still have people mm-hmm. pushing back mm-hmm. on real issues because they're still uncomfortable. They're still uncomfortable. Can you ask you a question? How many, how many white friends do you have? Mm, man, not too many. <laughs> I, mean, I know this is real. How many Asian friends do you have? <laughs> a, a, lot. a lot. Same here, right? And I have a lot of black friends, too. <laughs> and I got you, too many black. I got too many friends. <laughs> you okay, have yeah,
3: too many, I, many friends. Do you, know, do, you, <laughs> do you know I sometimes ask some of my white friends, like, how many black friends do you really have? Uh, like, well, you they're like, well, I, I you know, and, and they don't do, uh, oh, I know a black guy, but uh, like I would hear people, you would hear people say, well, my, you? One, my one black friend, he's like, you, well, okay, yeah, 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 that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but you the, need, the, you
0: need a big, you know, you know This is obviously uh, a discussion that, that we'll, we could, we could do for hours. And I know that, and we will know, get I'm back to it. No, I, I just want to keep an eye on the time, but, and we will get back to it. I, I don't want to just make an abrupt end to it, but I do have to be well, mindful you just of did the it. clock. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is my role to be the guy that ruins everything, but, but just, I'll leave it at this. You're uncomfortable. You said it. No, not at all. You said it perfectly though that's what makes this a sports story because if you were ever an athlete and you were on a team you understand it a little differently you've been in the locker room everybody you don't have a choice the same way and you understand it a little differently and that's why when it comes to sports when you go to a stadium as a fan and you put on a jersey those colors are what you represent And anybody wearing those colors you're, You're pulling for exactly. You're all the you know, same. When I take You're that the same jersey team. off. You still should be. Pulling and that away. is obviously the Max. most important part of this. All right, we will, as we are talking about sports. This is a sports show. We will get back to sports, and in fact, let's get right back into it by doing Sports Center.
2: I love that.
0: And the biggest sports story of the day is Aaron Rodgers, whose issue with the Packers is about philosophy. He said about character, about culture. And not about Jordan Love at all. He said this on Monday night in an appearance on Sports Center with Kenny Maine. And we will talk more about that in a few minutes. Also in Milwaukee, another big story. Giannis goes for 37, I believe, right? 46 point first quarter, however, is what's most important. The Bucks destroyed the Heat. 132-98. They are up 2-0 in the series. The 46 points in the first quarter, by the way, second most in NBA playoff history for a first quarter. Talk about setting a tone. Also setting the tone, as we were just discussing, uh, a year ago, George Floyd was murdered. Tonight, Lakers' sons are planning a moment of silence to honor Floyd before their Game 2 tonight. Sports Center brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs. It takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Right now on the Goodyear Hotline, Teddy Bruschi, back with us. TV. Three-time Super Bowl champion. And, and the story of the day, Teddy, has to do with Aaron Rodgers and what he said to Kenny Mayne uh, last night on Center, talking about not, – it's not about Jordan Love and that whole decision. No, no, it's about culture. It's about character. It's about philosophy. So, Teddy, when you hear those three words about what his complaint is – what does that tell you the biggest issue is for Aaron Rodgers?
1: Uh, I, I do believe him how it, it's not about Jordan Love. I mean, Jordan, I'm sure, is a great kid, and they've developed a, a good relationship, and I'm sure they will be friends you know. on, and Aaron will probably mentor him as he, as he departs. But it's the fact that they drafted Jordan Love. So it's the fact that you brought this kid into my locker room, into my meeting room, and you're telling me that basically by doing that, you're calling the shots, but let's pump the brakes a little bit because I call the shots a little bit now. So that's really the, the gist of it that I got. I saw it. I watched it twice. I thought he was great with Kenny and and the love that he showed Kenny. But, um, you know, basically he did not affirm any, if I'm a green Bay Packer fan watching that fellas, it's like, yeah, he is gone. It's not going to happen. And, You know, I think the big issue, although he does a great job of skating around it, is the situation on how he wants his career and legacy uh, and the control that he has on his career to be intact.
2: What would you do, Teddy? General Manager Aaron Rodgers?
1: I'm General Manager, and and Aaron Rodgers is my player. Uh, First of all, I, I... I don't think I'd ever be in this situation in terms of drafting Mm -hmm. and trading up to get a quarterback. But since you're here, (laughs) since you're here, okay, what do you have to do? Since we're here, what do you have to do, Key? It's like, okay, well, you'd have to publicly admit that you made a mistake. So I'd, I'd have to say, you know what, that's my bad on drafting Jordan Love. And you know what? He just, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP, so why don't I trade Jordan Love and try to get Julio Jones and try to package a deal for that? That type of thing to show Aaron Rodgers almost like that. I made the m- mistake. My bad. This is what I'll do for you now. But as you know, Key, GMs and people that run organizations have egos too. And that ego came in exactly how they made that draft pick. It's like, yeah, we got Aaron, but we'll handle him. We'll still bring this kid in because we're thinking of our future. So he made, he made his own bed. And so now to fix it, it takes it take humility that I think most GMs don't have.
2: Is this, is, let me ask you this, Teddy, because obviously you played for the Patriots and you, you kind of know the organization in and through is this similar to There's some similarities between jimmy g and tom brady where reports were out there tom didn't want jimmy g around and blah 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 and eventually they moved on from jimmy g and tom was there for a couple more years is this is this similar to that
1: i think it's very similar in terms of a quarterback knowing his end is coming and that he wants it to end the way he wants it to end and you know Tom believing that everybody they keep bringing in to eventually take over my job and I keep outplaying them and they keep getting rid of them and trading them and you're still bringing guys in you come to a point where it took Tom a little bit longer to get where Aaron is in terms of you know what I'm going to set it up to where I can leave this place in terms of Aaron. Aaron, on the other hand, is just saying, you know what? No, you did it. I want out, and this is what we're going to do. But, yeah, Key, I think you're right. There is similarities in terms of, uh, you know, how these quarterbacks are very aware on their situations around them, and they're the power players in the league that can call their own shots.
3: Teddy, Julio Jones wants to be traded from the Atlanta Falcons. What do you see as the best landing location for him? What's the best fit for him to go to?
1: I would say wherever Aaron Rodgers ends up,
3: (laughs) that's what I would say.
1: So, I mean, this is it. So if I'm Aaron and I know where I'm going, which it's possible that he does know where he's going right now because his agent's probably working the phones behind the scenes, all of that stuff, I don't know. But I'd be on the phone recruiting and not through social media saying, come to my team and all this stuff. But like calling Julio, like, hey, man, this is what I got planned. I mean, you come with me, we'll form our own little super offense, man, and we'll get this going. So if I was Julio, I'd be on the phone with Aaron. Players can talk and it's like, what are you thinking? This is what I'm thinking. Can we work it out?
0: Teddy, that sounds so NBA, doesn't it? <laughs> Two stars getting together and going to a team. This is where we're super, going, isn't it, yeah, fellas? Yeah. It, it feels like it. it Absolutely. Does. It's, it's so, where we're getting to. So with that in mind, let me ask you how he might fit, because one of the teams that, that being connected to Julio Jones would be the Patriots. How would he fit there in that system?
1: Yeah, that's unique. Um, I mean, Julio's got to think about going to the Patriots, How many targets he can actually expect a game with with Cam Newton at quarterback? They can have success. I mean, Cam, will he last? Is that success just early on in the season? Or is he thinking about when Mac Jones eventually takes over? Because I think Julio Jones would be a a tool more for Mac Jones to utilize. Um, I mean, they already have the the two tight ends and Smith. Uh, you know, that they that they signed in terms of uh, the New England Patriots signings of the two tight ends. So, I mean, those are the, the players that are going to take over the middle of the field. Julio's going to be those outside the number throws, and those are the ones where Cam struggles. But uh, maybe by the time Matt comes in, Julio's at peace. So all of this Julio has to consider. But, uh, I mean, like I said, if I'm Julio, I'm on the phone with Aaron Rodgers.
2: Uh, real quick, because we got to get out of here. Let me ask you this. Is that close to when Randy Moss came to the New England Patriots and all of a sudden you get a player at a certain level that comes to New England and gets kind of like a rebirth because of Belichick?
1: I think that mentality is you're going to see evident wherever Julio goes. I mean, I think he'll make a good decision on the best situation for him, but... uh... I mean, couldn't you see it last year in Atlanta when Julio would even make successful plays? I know he's not a highly emotional guy, but uh, almost like he knew the situation he was in. So to give this type of player a realistic shot of winning, I mean, Key, you know, it like, it like gives you life. And yeah. you play actually even, even better than you did in the past. So I see that type of rebirth um, for Julio.
2: Yeah, and, I, and, and so i let you go. I want to let you know, I saw that jab last week at me, too. On get up, so don't think I forgot.
1: <laughs> it takes
3: one to know one, doesn't it, Teddy? Hey. It
1: takes a diva to know a diva. Hey, you're right. Hey, no man, you are, I got you though, Key. You're my boy, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I
0: think Jay calls him Kiva. Kiva. It's not really a diva. It's, it's a special kind of diva. <laughs> We've got yeah. one on this show. Yeah, Jay, like, it's be Teddy, true. thanks so That's much. It,
1: man. I'm looking hey, for another point. It's boy. a diva that got the job done, though. He <laughs> yeah. got the job done. That's
0: all that matters. Thank you, Teddy. Teddy Bruschi on the Goodyear Hotline. So, coming up, why it's not just the lake that is salty in Utah. Ooh. You like that? Ooh. That's next. KJZ, on your smart speakers, all you got to do is say, play ESPN Radio. I wonder who wrote that for him.
3: The Bucs take game two in their series with the Heat, a commanding 2-0 lead. Are they the team to beat in the Eastern Conference? We'll answer that question and more with me, Greening, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus.
0: Aaron Rodgers' song for his organization? Real or not real? Ooh. Aaron Rodgers' situation. He's, he's fake. I, I, those are the type of people I hate. Like, it's great stuff. It was, the interview was great, but you're right. There was a lot of politician oh in those answers, goodness. man. You're like, so it's what about about are you? It's about the people. It's about the people. Like, culture. Like, it, was he doing, like, if he was doing the thumbs up, too, it's all about the people. It's all about the character. You know, it's like somebody's like, so did you or, not,
3: did, you or did you not cross the, cross the line? Well, What line are you talking about? The line of life has a lot of different angles. Like, well, What are you saying? The none its not about Jordan Love. He's a great kid. And you know what else? I, you know what really Beautiful. chaps me? It's Uh-oh. when I re- when I hear grown men refer to other grown men as kids. kids. It really bothers me. It's like it's just my thing. Yeah, it's like
0: oh, well, you know, very patronizing.
3: Yeah, I work, I work a good with. Kid. I work with a good kid. He's yeah. twenty-five.
0: He's a grown man. Jordan Love's like the guy who never talks to me. I'm a good guy. He has no idea who I am. <laughs> Well let's get to real okay, or not real reiterate. and it is involving the NBA topic. This is a fun topic. Go ahead, Evan.
5: Yeah, speaking of kids, um, we're gonna talk about Donovan Mitchell seems to be unhappy in Utah, so we're gonna go through some young NBA stars and Ooh. figure out if they're gonna win an NBA title with their current team, and we'll start with Donovan Mitchell, real or not real, will win a title in Utah.
3: Not real. Not real. Not real. And I, I would say this. I I, I don't think in a couple of years, we'll see Donovan Mitchell in Utah. Ooh. Maybe several years, maybe three years, two, three years. Remember, he just signed that, right, that big contract. But everybody, that's what fans automatically say. Yep. Well, he just signed a contract. Well, what, he, okay, James no Harden had a contract. Mm. A lot of players have contracts. Mm. That does not matter anymore. I hear a lot of agents say this. You take the money, you figure out everything else later. But you take the guaranteed money from your team, and if another team wants you
0: bad enough, they'll create cap space. So are you saying that, that – that, he's going to put on a fat suit. I'm not saying that's gonna like I gonna, all not of saying sudden, going D to happen. I'm not saying Mitchell's going to show up just completely out of shape, looking terrible. James Harden's playbook. You had to be all in to get yourself out of Houston. He was all
3: in. He was dedicated. I'm just curious if Donovan Mitchell sees himself being a Utah jazz for mm-hmm. his entire career. I don't know. If that's okay. the way Donovan. I don't know if that's how Donovan envisioned his career in the league. So not real. not
5: real, not real. Guys, it's hard to win an NBA title. Do you know that over the last 40 years, only 11 franchises have won an NBA title? Mm. Seven of them have won multiple. Wow. That's incredible. Seven. Brought to you by My Computer Career, Training for a Better Life. One of those franchises that has won one title over the last 40 years, the Mavericks. Will they win another with Luka Doncic? Real or not real?
3: Go ahead. You take this
0: one out. I want to see where you go in this. I feel real. You feel real? Mark Cuban's all in. No way that they're going to – just like with Dirk, they will find a way eventually at some point. Luka Doncic will be in Dallas his entire career, and they will find a way to build a championship team for him to get at least one ring because he's that good just like Novitski, and that's what Mark Cuban's going to be all about.
3: I'll, I'll go with you on real on this one because, I, I think. look, if God isn't working out, if he gets hurt again – what do we need? What do we need to give up? Like we, I'm trying. I'm gonna bring somebody else in here. I will pay. I will go over the would salary. Would you want cap. to play with Luca? I would die to play
0: with. There Luka. you go. That's all you need to know. Yes. You got to draw. It's a a great city. Yes. Good owner. Agreed. They're willing to spend money. Terrific coach. Great fan base. There's no reason to not want to play there with a guy like him. We're on the same page. Okay. All
5: right. Next, real or not real? Zion will win a title with the Pelicans. Not real. real, real. Or not not real. 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 Not
3: real. I go not real.
5: Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Devin Booker, real or not real? Win a title with the Suns. Not real. Not real. I don't think he stays there either. I don't think he
3: stays there either. I think Mm CP3, first off, we'll see how he does with the whole shoulder injury tonight. Heard something
0: pop. Yeah, that's not not good. good. That's not good,
3: good too. Heart and soul of that team. But as this starts to progress for him, if he starts to trend and going out, if you're Devin
0: Booker, you're sitting there saying, I'm not the magnet like Luka is. He's not. Jay, all you got to know is that for him to be an all-star, he had to be like the injury injury, injury, injury replacement. Horrible. Like He West. keeps getting passed over all the time for this stuff. He, he just doesn't get the recognition he deserves. He's growing into becoming a superstar. He showed you in game one of just how damn good he is. Playing in Phoenix, not going to get it done for him. Eventually, he's going to reach that point where he knows he needs the bigger market. Yes.
5: All right, maybe we can get a reel out of this since we've only gotten one. Real or not real, Ben Simmons wins a title in Philly. I'll
3: go real. Real? I'll go real. All
2: right. Woo!
3: I, I can see Philly because, look, defensively, man, they have all the pieces. And I'll say this, as much as I love watching the big three play in Brooklyn, you don't know how injuries gonna affect like James Harden history of having some well, injuries. Right, so you're saying KD? real
0: because maybe in the next two years. Like yeah. the window is a small, real window. Very small. Because I'm thinking, not real, only because you can see it already starting to happen. It's either Joel or it's Ben. You can't keep them both. Okay. They're gonna decide that eventually because late in games we, we get on Giannis. Late in games, what do you do with Ben Simmons? You, oh, hack, um, hack, hack him. I'm hacking him in i in. to shoot out from the outside.
3: All I'm saying too is you sat up here and you had a lot of slander on the Bucks and their defense and Giannis's defense, even though he's locked Jimmy Butler down. Mm-hmm. So I will say I think this is going to be if the Bucks get past, which I think they will, this round. It's going to be a big series with Whoa, the Nets, huge. And I think they take a lot out of each other, and whoever comes out of and that, the Sixers could they, benefit from. Yes, this. they could. All right, massively. We'll see.
5: Guys, the Nuggets and the Blazers are tied at one in their first round series. If the Nuggets win last night, but Damian Lillard, Blazers, real or not real, wins a title in Portland. Not real, not
3: real. I can't.
0: No, I
5: can't. Great I player,
0: can't. just gonna be that guy. All right, know. I can't watch him play defense. Good.
5: Next one's for Jay only. Jay only. R. Oh. R.J. Barrett, real or not real, wins a title with the Knicks. Why is my mic off? Why wow, they turned your mic off.
1: That's weird.
3: <sighs> not real. Not real. I I think R.J. Barrett may be used for a more significant piece to come to the New York Knicks organization. And that's something that Tom Tibbs is going to have to think a lot about, same with Leon Rose, is that the way he's performing at this rate, if there's a superstar that you can get, that's a Devin Booker, that's a Donovan Mitchell, and if I want R.J. as part of that package – I'm going to say goodbye to RJ. All right, we're
5: going three for one here. How do you feel? Real quick, Al. We're going three for one here. John Morant, Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal. Real or not real, will any of them win titles with their current Tatum
0: real, the other two not real. I would agree. Can you tell me how you feel real quick on RJ Barrett? Barrett real, because when Zion comes, they're going to win a title together. What are you going to give up to get Zion? They're going to drug test me right now.
3: What are you going to give up to get Zion?
0: Oh, no, I I don't know. I just.
3: Julius (laughs) Randle, you just want to say that.
0: I just want to be that guy. That's all. <laughs> Back to your calls on yeah, Aaron Rodgers eight 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 ESPN 3776 That's next. KJC, irrational ESPN, Knicks Radio. Fan. I am irrational.